0: No, hold on. I didn't hit, I didn't hit the record button. I want you to repeat what you just said before I hit the record button and I want you to explain who because you said as they say and I don't wanna know exactly who says that because I do not believe. You. Nobody
1: nobody really says it, but I felt like I needed to throw in the as they say, otherwise it's just kinda of weird that I said it.
0: Well, okay. I mean, first of all, you got to have the confidence to stand up for your own for your own words. You don't got to rely oh, I, on on no, the, no, no. the collective I, here.
1: Believe <laughs> me, I said it. I just I feel like I'm just I'm literally covering my own ass by saying <laughs> that other people
0: say it. I, I guess you could call that like an underwear phrase then, just something yeah, yeah. to cover your own ass. Yeah. Underwear um,
1: There's a podcast episode title right there. Boom. Oh, Two boy. seconds in. <laughs>
0: episode 58 of balcony banter i'm not gonna let this run on for too long <laughs> not today not not this not day. this time uh i'm big b and i'm Diaz and I'm... we got yeah How no you can I introduce mean? yourself I'm, oh, oh fuck. i can
1: I'm, am i allowed
0: i fucking i you? yeah well it would have been a lot nicer if i hadn't like interrupted you as you tried to do just that oh that's but, okay yeah. i'll
1: just i'll just leave and you guys can do the podcast yourself then you know well yeah. i'm allowed to introduce myself what am i even here for
0: well,
2: well, I mean, you're one—you're one of those friends who's like, you've been here before. You know where the cups are. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> the exact same no, analogy. Wait. Okay, okay,
0: okay so yeah. I was—I
1: was just happy to be called a friend, and that—and now I know where the cups are. This is just it's getting better every second
0: here. <laughs> wow. Okay, but here's the thing, Zoo. I don't know if you i don't know if you've listened <laughs> to the last episode that we put out, but be, I use that exact line with Dingo. <laughs> Nah, uh this was, was all I, this, is was, this was all me. This is plagiarizing. Um, this is, um... This is, some. I don't know. I feel like that kind of, like, like this is like family guy levels of, like, lazy, like, hey, remember that joke we did, like, literally the last episode?
1: It's a clip show. <laughs> We're doing a clip episode. This is... This, that's <laughs> hey,
0: bad. Hey, you remember one week ago when Dingo was here? Well, now Zeus here. We're gonna talk about... <laughs> <laughs> okay okay no way hold on imagine this is okay this is kind of a wild podcast premise though if we really think about it for a moment it is because i have a podcast where every episode is literally talking about the last episode <laughs> of the podcast it's
1: recursive it's a recursive <laughs> podcast
0: but like every episode oh, is no. like you have like a different guest or something or it's like you're talking about different things yes but it, yes. it's all in relation to what was talked about previously and so like each,
1: each guest has to Listen to the previous episode so that they can have notes on what they want to discuss about it. So every podcast is a review of the previous episode. I like (laughs) that. We are onto something right there.
0: That's that's getting to like some demented shit, though. I feel like once you get like a hundred episodes into a show like that, I imagine shit's getting pretty strange.
1: Well, yeah, because. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it gets worse every time, right? Because it, it gets it's, more unhinged. Because it's like you're reviewing the review of the review of the review.
0: It's a it's a spiral, <laughs> a terrifying spiral.
1: <laughs> that it is
0: a Junji Ito esque spiral. Yeah, it have
2: to be a point where we go like full meta and just like start reviewing, like um, go back to episode one. when We get to like episode one hundred. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, know, you know what, this we've invented? We've invented the Christopher Nolan Inception podcast. Oh, no. what we've, what we've defined
0: oh, God. Here. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to be in a Christopher Nolan esque anything personally. <laughs> not that I have anything no, against Christopher Nolan one. or his films, really. I just, I don't know. That's just not something that would appeal to me particularly, but I guess that's. Yeah
1: things are not usually carefree in a Christopher Nolan film there's always there's always <laughs> something some fuckery afoot. there's always something
0: going on behind yeah, the scenes I know. Or that, in the scenes that you know, that joker fella he he had something going on i'm not sure oh, about yeah. that character
1: yeah. you know people are either going really deep into dreams or they're dying on beaches in real life in historical Man, settings i just don't know. The fucking
0: inception everybody's fucking sleeping all the time it's a lazy ass movie yeah yeah <laughs> Oh shit! No, no movie has ever been more slept on than Inception. Oh wow, wow, wow. That, that's oh, a boy statement. Wow. We're are really that's, coming at our full steam. line, you know why, I, Aren't we? You
1: know I, That's why. <laughs> Christopher, wait, Christopher Nolan made Inception, and he made it that way because he had previously made a movie called Insomnia. It's all coming together. <laughs> okay. Cracked, okay. Coming full circle. This this particular nut has been cracked, my friends.
0: Wow. <laughs> well
1: yeah where where do you go from there
0: i you know really i don't know all i could think of it was how you just sounded like one of those guys who's on youtube like you see that that chip on the ground that's the shape of the triangle that's illuminati right there like the like that <laughs> kind of like insane like logic leap to just like justify some really bad shit insane stuff is <laughs> really funny to me <laughs>
2: you're just making connections from the most absurd things possible
0: (laughs) i mean
1: to be fair you've seen my shit post that's not far off
0: well, yeah, that is very true. Like, I swear to God, it's like anytime <laughs> something is said, and then you are just like, you have like this sub process that's always running in your mind that's right. like looking for patterns to exploit. Don't yeah. I like just throw a really so, some just wild ass punch? So,
1: okay, so like I know that we say it a lot, but literally, like, <laughs> A, you're totally correct. That's what happens in my brain, <laughs> and B, it is <laughs> autonomous. <laughs> it's like I, I'm not doing it intentionally. I couldn't turn it off if I tried. And I know that's like something people say and it's funny to like joke about. But no, like literally, anytime I see words. No, you on, you I listen.
0: You listen at home, listeners. This <laughs> isn't a laughing matter. If you're giggling no. right now, you need to stop. This is a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> How dare is- you? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what I subject my friends to if you're listening out there. It is I mean, <laughs>
1: unrelenting okay that, no on hold on anarchy.
0: oh i'm sorry bz i think you were gonna make a point i, do I not was wanna... gonna i
2: was gonna say that one message you sent uh if you ever want a good laugh just go back in the discord like pin yeah. messages.
0: yeah 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 and okay some of them <laughs> okay. are pretty good allow allow me to recite a few oh boy. i'll punch a baby what up what <laughs> le- le- <laughs> I can't even fucking get this one out. It's let so really the can fun. let no hold on. Alright, alright, all right, all right. Let the candy cuck simp for the cream mistress. And yeah. then we also <laughs> shit gets unhinged in French. <laughs> Which that one in particular, I do not know why, has always really fucked me up.
1: Just just hits quite the right note.
0: There. Oh my lord, wow. That was just uh,
1: from two of our two of our channels.
0: Yeah, man, we haven't even gotten into the shit post channel and there's some heinousness oh, in oh, there. Yeah, there is some.
1: Okay, wait, wait, wait. I oh, got
0: oh hold on. I already hey. found one. Climactic, the slathering. Oh, I remember that. I don't even remember the context of that discussion,
2: but that's the thing. These are just funnier, yeah, funnier without the context. Oh well, oh, Fly, yeah. Fly
1: was talking about it was something about like Magic the Gathering, and how there was something <laughs> horny about the culture, and how people had like thirst for certain characters, and we spent five mm. minutes trying to talk about like what's a good pun or wordplay thing to to summarize that. And, yeah, okay. Climactic, the slathering was what eventually the came out in. <laughs> oh. We all agreed that was where that was that was the answer we were all looking for. <laughs> oh, and then man. when when uh, when they announced Metroid uh, Dread when we were all watching the that Nintendo uh, Direct live stream. Apparently, I, I screamed in all caps, X machina ass clean white murder robot Metroid 5 shit. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> stream of okay. consciousness. That's what that was. I,
0: I feel like I might have been the one that pinned that, but I don't quite remember. But that sounds like it's one of the things oh. I would have... Because there's a lot of times where I'll just pin shit because I'll see someone yeah. say something and it'll make me laugh a lot. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to pin that. Yeah, we'll, we'll just pin this for later. The one that always fucks me up the most, though, and it wasn't even one that you posted, but I've just seen it again. It makes me laugh a lot. If you look in the, the shit post channel, there's the pins there, and there's one that fly left. <laughs> it's just, oh shit, owls. But like, oh, yeah. the S some of the names. letters yeah but everything else is full caps and it just seems like it was typed by some like in some manic flurry of just like oh I really like she needed to get this out so goddamn bad but her fingers like were moving faster than she could like handle and the fucking keyboard just got all fucked up for a second absolutely (laughs) it's when I read that
1: it's like she was she was holding on to the shift key for dear life (laughs) And the the sheer urgency and excitement of yelling "Oh shit, owls!" Her hand just couldn't stay on that shift key. But only the S and the H, she just she had to let it go because she could barely hang onto the keyboard. The you know, the excitement was just flowing through her.
0: Oh yeah and actually I went back to see what it was from because I can jump to where it was in discord and <laughs> it was actually in response to it actually has a tie back to this show because it was actually uh the one fucking night you were here bees like a a while ago uh, I don't remember what episode it would have been around, but we talked about it on there because it was when we went to that store and we came back and there was the fucking owl up on the uh the balcony oh, yeah. like you know, someone's apartment oh man. And it was super cool because so you looked up and I thought it was fake for a moment then it moved and it fucked me up. You're and like it was really cool. Now. We stood there just staring at an owl for a little bit. It was pretty dope. Yeah. See, we, we uh, did
2: what we said we were going to do. We came full circle.
0: Yeah. Wow. Reference back to the podcast. Just a total circle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I was, it was, it was hanging around and I'm like,
0: uh, should <laughs> I? Nah. It, Someone it, I should. Zoo, it really was hanging around. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, Christ! This I thought I a... wasn't the only one. This is <laughs> like an... wasn't the one
1: of the first couple episodes I was on actually was was basically this, just <laughs> gassed yeah. up from the
0: ass up. That's yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, that's. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, really. I I am yeah, I'm decently inebriated at this point. Uh
1: i, I had a little beer of weed. You. I'm uh I'm I'm drinking a coffee at eight wow. PM. Like uh damn.
2: damn. He's staying up tonight.
0: This man's
1: No, this I'm just crazy. trying to not go to sleep before nine. <laughs> I'm I'm old guys. Wow. This is not this is not me being crazy. This is me doing my due diligence to make sure I make the most out of a, a fucking Friday.
0: <laughs> oh man no you know what i feel you and i respect that um yeah i already know what i'm doing after this show tonight i'm i'm already booked up oh, to yeah. go play some uh i gotta finally try dead by daylight tonight Ooh. oh yeah because my boyfriend is quite a big fan and i want to give For it a sure. try because he's been telling me it. huh oh sorry dead by daylight i you said yeah that, yeah
1: i know what that game is but I, I in my head i heard uh dying light which Oh, it was, it was oh dying okay. light, but my brain mapped that incorrectly to to Dead Dead by Daylight. And
0: no, daylight. I mean yeah, I, it, I the like, the titles are similar enough that uh, that makes complete sense to me. Uh, yeah. I I can totally that that's like one of those. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It, Sorry, it's a I, D. All it's
1: I, a D and a light, <laughs> and that was enough I, <laughs> to, to send me into Dying this. Dead. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Yeah,
0: it, it was word, just pretty much. I I started thinking about. The thought process in my own mind too hard. I guess is the only way I can describe where my head just went, and yeah. I just want to explain that just so you know where I'm at right now as, like a person here tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's a uh, it's been a week, but I'm you know what, trying to make the most of it. Yeah.
1: No, that sounds cool. I- I've seen people play that game, and I know it has a fairly large following, and they've got a ton of DLC for like really good properties that are, you know, matching up well with the gameplay of that game. Even oh, yeah. That, it, yeah uh, I've seen uh, you guys playing it a couple times online, Steam Bees. And,
2: and yeah, I, I, I quite enjoy the game. Uh, I, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's kind of basically trying to be, like, the smash of horror in the sense that, mm-hmm. like, they want all of these, like, iconic uh, characters and, like, entities just to exist in, like, one realm, essentially.
1: Yeah. It's the the horror metaverse, basically. Basically, but yeah. A cooler than that because metaverses are.
0: Oh. At this oh. Point. <laughs> oh. Already, but Mark Mark Zuckerberg will be so disappointed to hear that. <laughs> he he says it's the next no, big thing.
1: Because Mark Zuckerberg doesn't feel disappointment or other. Okay. Emotions.
0: I'm sorry. Meta- I don't i don't mean to completely sidetrack our discussion about dbd because you know what i would like to come back to it because i'm I'm sure i would like to hear b's thoughts more about it and 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 talk a little bit more about it but uh well this is the thing because like (laughs) oh man wow i kind of just lost my train of thought low-key um jesus fuck yeah metaverse (laughs) fucking stupid as all hell (laughs) oh my god i got really distracted because i started thinking about dead by daylight again and then i kind of forgot where we were at before that dead
1: um, by daylight was where we were at yeah
0: daylight. well because that's that yeah well so fucking metaverse is stupid as hell because this he's like oh this is all some new shit and it's really cool but it's like okay it's not that new though vr chat's been out for how many years now <laughs>
1: like decades
0: it's it's literally like that's that's all it is, and and VR chat is just like new era Second Life, basically. That's, oh, literally, yeah. that's it's, it's literally that's it's literally
1: you hop in, It's like just chat rooms with with avatars, and that's yep. That was when I was in high school.
0: And Holy was, fuck, like, Mark that. Zuckerberg! It, this is the future of the internet. No, it's been around forever now. Everybody's been memeing on how like yeah. I remember this fucking Uganda knuckles meme. Like that was so old <laughs> now. <laughs> And that was a VR chat meme originally.
1: So Allow, allow me to, to pretend to be Mark Zuckerberg and make a counterpoint. Okay? Oh, no. He's, he's saying that this is the new future of the internet. And he's wrong. But I think <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg would argue that what's new and exciting that's never been done before is that we're now going to use this existing decades-old technology to subvert governments uh, and ruin the world. And that's something that he can bring that's new to this operation. So, in that way, I feel like it is kind of new, you know? You get me? Yeah,
0: except like the real Mark Zuckerberg is doing like a cool twist on your idea, which is basically that his whole pitch is that it looks like fucking dog shit. And so, like, I don't know. It
1: doesn't. It, It looks like they took. Well, that's okay. Honestly, that's. That's the most dissociative nightmare part of it, though, is because the thing that is going to unravel society <laughs> is literally Xbox 360 avatar style graphics.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, man.
1: Wrapped in VR, presented to us by Facebook. That, that. <laughs> you know when they say, How did society end? Not with a whimper, but with a bang. This is not that
0: yeah i don't know like i with a i honestly like i personally i don't even see it being successful enough to even do that but i uh, i don't know maybe i'll be wrong maybe it will i, I don't know man it, but it i don't know i think it just looks really bad and i i i don't know like i can't imagine people like i i have not heard and i don't know maybe it's just because like the internet's like algorithmically driven just to show me shit that like i want to see and maybe i just like don't notice it and i'm sure there's plenty of uh people who do like it like or like a, a fair share anyways however small that fair share may be i don't exactly know but you know i i have not heard one <laughs> fucking person say that they're like interested in what they're bringing out with this like i don't know i'm sure like i like i believe that they have to be out there like there's definitely people but like i don't know i just i don't feel like i have a good scale of like how many people it is and a part of me just feels like it's definitely not that many but Uh i feel like that may just be biased but i don't know
1: so that is really interesting because a couple things so a you're right about like maybe we're not in the right demographic to like be hearing about people who may be excited about it. But when you think about it, right? Like, I have a quest in some form. You have a quest in some form. And neither of us give a shit about the metaverse. And the if it's not us, like, young-ish tech people who are interested in it and might adopt it, then the alternative would be all of the moms and dads who are on Facebook currently who are lost at sea in that world. Uh, and like, of misinformation and just useless, you know, chain letter type image reposts and all that shit. Uh,
0: so, like... Min- minion memes. They- <laughs> yeah, The, yeah, the exactly. worst content imaginable. That's a, that's a yeah. way to describe that demographic.
1: <laughs> so, like, what... If it's not us, I can't see it being them, like, flocking to the stores to buy VR headsets to chat with their friends in virtual reality because, like, they don't know how to do that. I can't, my, I set my parents router up and like they, everybody who has a parent who's not tech savvy knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like it's not, <laughs> they struggle. So like VR headset.
0: <laughs> they struggle. Yeah. They fucking don't they even struggle. know.
1: No. Okay. Wow. Here. Okay. I'm sorry to put my mom on blast, but when I was in high school, she, she, like she's never been good at computers. Right. And she does, she definitely does not do machines well so the reason why she's bad at computers is partially because she like her brain is not wired for visual iconography okay so she'd open like a word document in microsoft word and <laughs> she would like all the little you know those rounded rectangle buttons that you know there's the save button and it's like the old school like when i was in high school style, yeah
0: right?
1: you know like, aside from the disk, but like, she wouldn't know how to print because she, I'd be like, click the print button. And she'd be like, which one is that? And I'm like, the one that has a picture of a printer on it. <laughs> how do I save? The one that has a, a, a disk on it that you would save. Okay. To. Like, Here's, in, well. It's, well it, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But this, these are just examples I'm giving you. But like, It it went far beyond that. Okay, well, no, because here's the
0: thing. I was going to stop you because I was going to make the point of like, well, kids today wouldn't know like what a floppy disk looks like. But you're talking about your mom, who's definitely old enough to know what a fucking floppy disk is. So that point still doesn't
1: stand. But here's the thing. Okay, so this question she asked of me once in high school. (laughs) You know when somebody doesn't know how to do something, and they ask you a question, and the way that the question is structured inherently tells you just how little they know and how much help they need? (laughs) So she said, can you teach me how to do files? And I went, oh, no.
0: No. How to do files. Okay, explain explain to me because here's the problem i've worked i've worked in linux enough to (laughs) know like the difference between a file and a folder and i a part of me knows that your mother probably meant a folder but (laughs) hearing her say how do you do files is like how do yeah. you not understand the concept of a file on a computer? I know that is from a very biased standpoint. Do not get me wrong. I'm yeah. not saying it's fair of me to expect, you know, someone who doesn't work in the field that you and I both work in to understand that, but yeah. it, it still <laughs> really fair, makes
1: me laugh. He, I gather that what she meant was basically like, you know, if she had a, if she had a document she was working on, I don't know how she got there. Cause she doesn't know how files work. But if she was, <laughs> she could save it. but I I'm, as near as I can tell when she asked that, because we talked about it back then, was that, yes, you're you're on the right track. It was like, how do I organize things? or where do I put files? Where do they go when they're not on the screen? Like you know, if, if she has a Word document open and she's typing into it, she gets that. she gets that she could save it somewhere. But as soon as that application closes, it's gone. She has no idea where it was put. Ah, uh, OK. So it's like it's like how, how is I think what she needed to know was how is Windows structured and like where where would that file be if I needed to retrieve it? How would I organize my my system of files so that, like <laughs> you know, I can retrieve the ones I need or like name them in ways that would make sense. It was that kind of thing. <laughs> But she didn't say
0: that. She just came up to me and she's like, "How do I do files?" Well, <laughs> like,
1: Fuck.
2: no. Well,
0: mom, let me set you down and introduce you to the fun and wild world of NTFS. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: that would that would yeah, that would be way past the pay grade. But okay, so what's scary too is like, flash forward like ten years later, uh, where she were... <laughs> There were many people uh who she worked with who were much younger than her by like you know twenty years like she she by the time she retired she was the most senior person at the place that she worked um so she told me once that there were lots of people who had like you know were recent graduates who had just started working um at her place of business uh which was actually um uh it's technically a a hospital for psychiatric care um she's a psychologist um so there were people who were like just graduated uh and were working under her and they came to her for help with technology and she told Damn. me that and i tried to be polite and like, <laughs> but I, I just i was like wow they
2: came to the wrong person
1: <laughs> really? well, no. and, like, she, she, and it was because she was, she was actually good at giving them information like she helped them and i'm like how are these people functioning that you were, you are the most technologically savvy person at your workplace. I'm, I'm terrified. I, I almost, I, 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 I almost for it.
0: this business. <laughs> i almost like, imagine the interaction talking? like yeah i help these people with technology and then you've just respond with like yeah you show them how to print the document
1: <laughs> no and like and it was like my mom no. and i have very good rapport it was it was just like i'm
0: just joking. jokingly <laughs> oh
1: yeah like really that's something and that's why she's telling me it
0: too because she's like she knows how
1: funny it is but i was just like seriously is this no real?
0: yeah is this real I, life I I, have, I think I've only really met your mother on a couple of occasions, but she, she's a nice lady. I'm, o- I'm only joking.
1: She's super kind and like
0: <laughs> she's she's very
1: sweet, very caring, but also sort of naive at how people work. Like she'll she'll literally I mean, she, OK, so she's a psychologist, right? So she's used to taking histories of people because that's what she needs to know. She needs to know what people's situation is, how were they before they encountered issues? How are they currently like? The full spectrum of sort of what they've been through and how it affects the way that they are currently and maybe what they're dealing with, right? But she also has like uh inhibition like lessened to a degree where you might
0: think she has like a frontal lobe impairment. We used to be at the grocery (laughs) Okay. That okay. That sound that was an insane (laughs) sentence to lay down on me though, because that sounds like (laughs) yeah, she's got some shit going on.
1: No, 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 but like, Damn. no, no, no. It's from like the most caring and <laughs> avoidant perspective. So we would be in line at grocery stores, and she would be talking to people who were either ahead or behind us, just to be like friendly. But you know, they would say something like, "Like, oh, you know, I'm always losing my list and and stuff like that." And like, I have ADHD, okay. She started the Ontario ADHD support group when I was a kid because there was not resources for this. So that tells you how like on the ball she was. She's like, oh, well, there isn't a resource and I would have been able to use this if, if I needed it. So therefore, I'll just go make one. I'll go do this. She started a daycare in our town uh, when I was a kid because there was no daycare for the people who she worked with. So she okay. started that. She started an ADHD support group. So that's kind of like her MO is just like, oh well, you know, somebody had to do it. So I'll just do it. Anyways, she's in line at grocery stores and somebody would be like, Oh, I'm so forgetful. Like, I, I can never keep track of my my grocery list. I never know what to put on or something. And she'd start like going into like psychoanalysis mode, being like, Oh, well, have you ever been diagnosed with ADHD? <laughs> and it's like, Mom, you, <laughs> you can't. You can't be asking people stuff like that. Like I know, and, and you know, like she's just trying to be nice and be like, "Oh, well, maybe oh, yeah, But it's like, dude, you can't. Like, you just, oh
0: boy, yeah. They're
1: just here for their cinnamon toast crunch. Leave them alone. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, I just forgot to put bread on my on my list. I don't. I don't need to get life changing medical like help. Uh,
1: you can't you can't talk about somebody you work with or who you you know who's like oh there's it's especially the adhd thing but other things you know my my wife and i we have a joke where it's like we're referencing what judy would say in a certain certain situation it's like well have they been assessed it's an inside joke with us because she's just she has no filter for like (laughs) trying to help people but like in ways that other people would be like well that's fucking weird (laughs) but you know what the most caring and like just successful person when it comes to helping people or like helping them find resources for things that they may find useful.
0: I'll Um, tell you, you you started off that description as like, wow, it sounds like my mother has some shit going on in her head, (laughs) but I'll tell you you, that that is, that is, honestly to me very endearing that's 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 adorable no i actually i actually really enjoy that uh,
1: so if i mean i i like to think that i i try to go out of my way to be generous (laughs) and like uh I mean, help people when I can and be be kind to people. And that's all her DNA, right? Like, And I don't mean DNA in the sense that, like, it's genetic. <laughs> I mean, like, her fingerprints are all over that part of my personality and aspects of my It, life. it is a oh, DNA yeah.
0: in the sense that it's, like, that deep, like, experiential, like, yeah. you've picked those things up because of who you've been yeah. around for so yeah. long. And it it's so woven into, that. yeah, like, it, it's influenced you to such a degree that it's, uh, like, a part of you now. Absolutely, yeah. Yep, yeah,
1: that's that's like, definitely fair. But it,
0: it is really funny, and you were right to tell her to be like, okay, no, you can't <laughs> just. But it, it it is it is endearing as hell. Yeah,
1: it's it's cute for sure. It's like, seriously, mom. Like, you okay? All right, I get where you're coming from, but people I have ex- boundaries.
2: That accelerated
0: real quick. So. Yeah we're we're at about the half hour mark now well (laughs) i was gonna i don't know we we kind of got too far away from that and i i feel like i'll have more to say and we can talk more about it next week when i've actually played a bit more and i can have some more to say to to old bees about it but i i was actually gonna do do both of you gents a favor and i was gonna mention because i know there's something you've been really excited about here recently zoo and i I figured i'd give you a nice a nice space to to chat about it because i'm sure you had some things to say about it and i know both of you are fans of it and it's the well not to say that i'm not a fan of it i guess because that would be not entirely true it. but yeah. i i i'll say your your passion for zoo is definitely far greater than mine and i'm sure anyone who's listened to any episode of zoo before probably can already That's tell right. a mile yeah. away where this is going but uh, Yeah, there's that new uh, Destiny expansion, right?
1: Yeah, it's almost like we were fated <laughs> to talk about it, like it was preordained. Something yeah. like uh, a destination that was...
0: A destination? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was De- Destiny, a
2: as you would say.
1: Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, so, boy. So, yeah, I mean, what's interesting about this, so basically the, the gist of it is that on uh this week on Tuesday, a brand new annual expansion came out for Destiny called The Witch Queen. Uh, which is so Bungie usually does one big expansion a year and then four season passes that are each like three months, uh, Witch queen was supposed to come out in November of 2021. Uh, and it got delayed by several months to the point where big it's now time. coming out in February uh, because they wanted to, to incubate that specific baby a little more before it came out and was out in the wild, tearing up the world of gaming <laughs> uh, So it's a weird expansion for me because I'm, I'm super hyped for it. Like I was very excited. I was following all the lead up to it. Um, But the last season before this came out, like the last season was supposed to be, you know, the typical three months, but it basically ran from like mid November till February. And my season pass rank for that season ended up being 734. Uh, and Damn. normal normal people would expect that a season pass has a hundred levels, and they would be correct. So <laughs> I had seven hundred and thirty-four, which is not a normal human being thing to do. Uh, but I actually took about a month I, off I'll and say didn't play Destiny at all before this came out, which is extremely out of the ordinary. I... <laughs>
0: I won't. I will say I don't want to call you out here on the show exactly with any any exact like one number, but I will say I have seen on Steam the number of hours you put into Destiny Two. That I will yep. say, I, I knew you played Destiny Two a lot, and I was still a little shocked at the number that I saw. <laughs> you can throw out the number. Feel I great. oh boy. Okay. It, well,
1: it starts with a three and it ends with a seven hundred and fifty. Uh, cool. I will
0: find it, and I will. No, I yeah, <laughs> just did. It. It. Yeah, three thousand yeah. seven hundred and fifteen. Yeah, point three apparently. Oh my is goodness! Right now. So here's the
1: thing: it's my comfort food game, and I basically oh, yeah. I wake no. up at 5:00 a.m. and I have my coffee, and I play at least two hours before work every day. And then I, you know, that's on top of any other time that I might play in the evenings in terms of free time and raiding with friends or doing whatever. So it's it's a lot, but also you know it's been out on Steam for many years yeah. but no, probably sure. not enough to, to justify <laughs> that level of insanity
0: but no, anyway. I, I get you i i i do understand and i i really don't come from a place of judgment but it, it yeah. is still really funny to me in so, a certain light
1: the things i wanted to mention about witch queen that are really cool or that i can highlight are like uh Previously, the coolest environment or, like, area that that Bungie ever put into a Destiny game was the Dreaming City, which was part of the Forsaken expansion, which was, like, two expansions, or three expansions ago, uh, which would have been, like, 2018, 2019, maybe? I don't know. But it was basically, I always tell people it's, like, Space Rivendell. It's, like, a giant elven city, except instead of elves, it's made by the Awoken. And it's all these, like blue crystalline structures with like glowing celestial like sky blue traced elements and like clouds and mountains and hills kind of like if anyone's ever played chrono trigger uh the magical kingdom of zeal it kind of has that aesthetic like big floating mountains with like giant smooth like celestial towers and all this like magical space element shit and it's fucking gorgeous and i never thought they would top that uh, but in Witch Queen, they went in a different direction in terms of the overall aesthetic, uh, and it's very, very Bloodborne and Dark Souls in a in an amazing way. So there's like we're talking like poison swamp areas with like giant bogs and like fog rolling off and like you know sunken moss and structures kind of jutting out from the ground with like caves underneath and stuff, and that is all below this giant castle area that has like white bone alabaster castles just kind of like spotted all around it with like red floral growth and it's just it's fucking beautiful. I honestly I can't I don't know. It's just so cool to wander around in and that kind of thing has been in Destiny before. That kind of like sense of awe at the environments. Like I'm a very visual person and I like the art direction that the Destiny has. But what's really cool about Witch Queen is just that like In this expansion, it has a campaign that is up to the task. It's not just, hey, this is the story stuff that's in this Destiny campaign. It's more or in this Destiny expansion. It's more like, hey, there's a new Destiny expansion, and the campaign is like a standalone shooter campaign that would be on par with something like maybe a Titanfall 2 campaign or a Doom Eternal campaign. Like, there's new mechanics in it. Uh, Like, the story is so much better. The, The map and level design feels like they... Well, pardon pun, but like it really feels like they leveled up their game on that. Like just the environments when you're walking <laughs> around them seem wow, much more yeah. smartly designed in terms of like the combat encounters and the verticality and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, just really having a good time with it. And I'm it sounds like Bees has too. So, Bees, oh, yeah, floor is yours, man.
2: It It is uh, like a beautiful expansion so far because, um, one thing that I really like about it is, um, like you said, it adds new mechanics. Uh, one thing this game has added this expansion has added to this game to the campaign is like a legendary mode uh, which yeah. you could I don't think I could be wrong but like that's never been added into like the campaigns nope. before so um, like
1: it's very callback to Halo like the classic oh, yeah. legendary campaigns with like different modifiers and like difficulties and more secrets and yeah it's it's really cool I haven't actually played any of the legendary uh, versions of the missions but I definitely plan to
2: they're definitely that harder
0: cool actually
2: uh they're definitely harder for sure but one thing that makes it really stick out to me is um because uh destiny never had like a difficulty setting in their game it was just so easy to breeze by the missions and the campaigns like you would fly yeah. through them and half the time i wouldn't even pay attention to the story just because yep. like how fast we blew through it
1: well yeah but people we'll- would be through the like all eight campaign missions of whatever expansion it was within the first like two or three days of yeah uh, the expansion launching and that it was just like okay, I got to do this in like a couple hours, and then I'll be done, and I can go do the other activities. And it's not like that. It's like I've been taking my time with it too, and and like absorbing the story as it comes out. And it's it's obviously it's a better story, but the way they're delivering it seems like much more uh, methodical.
2: Oh oh yeah, uh, for sure. Because like it's uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's just because it has like such events that's happened in. Events are happening in the game that has never happened in like Destiny history. Like, um, yeah. some important shit got stolen, um, uh, mm-hmm. and like you got to like stop the person who's stealing it. And just like the plot twists that are like in the story that I've experienced so far. I'm not gonna spoil it for Yuzu, but like it it yeah. gets well, to I be didn't a know pretty gets stolen,
1: moment. So ca- careful, cause but uh oh, yeah, that's why yeah. yeah like, not- I've heard there's like a lot of narrative threads that have been alluded to for like. The entirety of the destiny universe like even from destiny one there's these things that they've kind of like been hinting at that never really got looked at again and that was a huge complaint against destiny for such a long time it was like they keep bringing up these things and they never resolve the narrative threads and i've heard that not only is the weight of this story much more significant it's also they're kind of tying a lot of those loose threads together and kind of making a making a more coherent uh, thread of like what is happening and what has happened and leading it somewhere of note, you know, it's not just kind of meandering as much as it used to. Um, And the seasonal content of this past year has really done that. Like, I I, I don't know if you guys have uh, followed like the Polygon and the Kotaku articles and stuff, but like a lot of people, so the seasonal content they've been doing has basically been like a weekly soap opera in each season for the past year. Uh, where you know you do the story missions that come out on a week to week basis um and the you know the narrative threads kind of trickle out week to week from there and people have loved it like it's been really really good it's almost like a soap opera type thing where you're kind of like okay what's going to happen this week with with Crow or you know Will you know Savathûn break out of her crystal prison all this shit has been kind of like uh more drip fed out on a week to week basis but people have loved what they've been doing uh and it's kind of entered like Um, not a renaissance, but it's, it's definitely the most critical acclaim that destiny has gotten, especially in terms of storytelling, which has always been sort of its Achilles heel and what people, you know, like to poke fun at about it. Um, But man, they figured that stuff out. And I've always loved destiny just because mechanically it feels so fucking good. Uh, Like they're the shoot feel as I call it (laughs) real good. So, you know, if they still have that and they add all this other stuff and the story starts, being really really good it's like man these guys are a powerhouse and not to mention all the the money that sony is going to pump into them um and they still have full creative control like sky's the limit with these guys and their studio just got like tripled in size in seattle so yeah,
2: yeah. It w- it, uh, with the recent yeah sony purchase um uh, i am very excited uh for the future of destiny because yeah with this new expansion it it is yeah. uh paving or what's the what's the words i'm looking for yeah yeah paving the way for like a potential like just glory glory days of destiny
1: yeah no for sure i and it sounds like sony was basically just we don't want to get in your way we're going to bankroll you and keep doing what you're doing and doing it well and you know give us some of the <laughs> let us reap some <laughs> of those rewards which exactly. you know i'm i'm yeah, sure it, so... it's obviously a much more complicated deal than i'm i'm making it up to be but but they did when you know the news broke on that uh Bungie was very explicit in the post. It says, we maintain full creative control over Destiny. This is more just a partnership to sort of get Destiny out there more and help us expand our team and all that, which is smart play by Sony. Uh, and like you said, Bees, it's like, it's super exciting. Cause it's like, man, if they did this with Witch Queen, before that even was a solidified deal, um, pretty much anything they want to do, they have the resources to do it, and they're doing really cool shit, so. Oh, Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, I'm also very excited for the raid that is coming out uh, yeah. next week. Yeah.
1: Yep. I actually have people who I've raided with in the past year fairly regularly, um, so I might be able to get on on some of that uh, with them. Which is the this is the first time that well, I mean, I guess I did I did Deepstone Crypt shortly after it came out. I think it was within the first week I did it, but it was with these people that I've been doing raids with most of last year, and that was sort of the first time I ever hung out with them and played with them. Uh and then since then we've done all actually we've done every raid that is available in current destiny 2. Uh so we did Garden of Salvation, we did uh Vault of Glass, we did Deepstone Crypt Uh and whatever. And we finally did Last Wish not that long ago. So I'm caught up. Um I don't know how soon I'll be able to get into or complete the, the newest one, but I, I'm super excited to see what the aesthetic is and like what the encounters are and follow that the world's first race. Yeah, it's gonna be rad.
2: Uh, well, I know um uh, me and my uh, ra- uh raid team that we've been mm-hmm. uh doing stuff with lately. We're planning on doing it uh, day one of the yep. of the raids. Yep. So yeah. like, all, I, all we, will be. Oh yeah. Uh, like I don't I doubt we're gonna be making any big uh impacts or anything, but <laughs> it'll be it'll be cool to like actually like uh figure out the raid. 'Cause personally, yeah. uh, one thing that I really liked about the newest dungeon they released mm-hmm. is uh me and my buddy, uh we went through and like figured out all the puzzles. And to me, like okay. that just kind of made that just made the dungeon a lot more uh fun to me. Awesome. Cause yeah, like yeah. I, I, I sat there and the figured video. it out. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I sat there, figured That's- it out, like I spent the time, I didn't, yeah, Google how to Beat this dungeon yeah effortlessly breeze through
1: it you're absolutely right I'm sure that would be a blast I, I admittedly have never done it that way I mean most of the times I've done a raid uh, the only time that I had done a raid that it was recently released was Deepstone Crypt because like I said I did it the week that it came out uh, but other than that every raid that I've done had already been in Destiny for ages so you know the logical thing to do was bone up on oh yeah the, you know, and just watch the the thing but it's it's there is a certain appeal to sort of just hopping in with friends and being like, alright, let's 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 try and figure out these puzzles. Yeah, and sure, it may take you a while, but when you discover the solution and you execute on an encounter and get past it, like, I'm sure that's such a rewarding thing. It's basically like doing a Zelda dungeon, but with five of your best friends, and like, not only do you have to figure it out, you have to execute perfectly and like, do a combat scenario as well. Uh, that's cool as hell. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is really cool. Some yeah, just some uh, good changes and stuff coming up for Destiny. I would say,
1: yeah, the the future looks very very bright. I would yeah. say,
2: oh yeah, especially for a while there, you you would probably know of all people, but like yeah, a few years ago, the game was not looking hot at there's all. Been,
1: there's been a lot of dark times, and and I honestly like I, I've mentioned this to you, Bigby, before, but like I feel like the the worst thing about Destiny, as somebody who plays it a lot, is that there's been so many times where I've finally cracked through the armor and gotten people to try it. And it's not been in an optimal state when that happened. And it's like, it's, it's always getting better. So it's kind of like, I wish I could
0: revoke that token and have you try (laughs) Witch right now. I feel
1: like I'm always doing that, but like, it's so good (laughs) right now.
0: I'll say like, I'll give you, you are, you are tempting me a little bit i probably not right away unfortunately as bad as i kind of feel saying that that's just because like i have i'm still on that pokemon legends thing pretty hard right now and just before i went in kind of impulsively got that for myself as kind of like a a little birthday gift to me i also mostly because there's leftover birthday money my birthday was a little while ago now but uh, that's that's why i call it that but uh i also had the other birthday gift that was given me by dingo which was red dead redemption 2 which i've been meaning to work through for like years because i really loved the first one uh and i started playing it a bit and i there's this part of me that still wants to like go back and get into that still so yeah, you, should. you should you should but yeah
1: so, <laughs> what i would say is like uh i mentioned this in a dm the other day but basically even if you let me like hop on into oh yeah a stream, oh yeah and, or eye and just like let us show you some of the cool shit uh the other thing i'll say is um the the first campaign mission which is a pretty good look at sort of what they're they're trying to get at uh, i believe is free like you don't need to have witch queen to do that
2: i wasn't um, oh yeah i was actually I gonna chime chime in there sorry to cut you off but uh the first three oh. actually are free oh
1: really oh, yeah so you okay. can yeah. yeah, that's uh, uh, another
2: cool thing that is really cool about this expansion. It gives you like a decent try before you buy. Like I said, the first 3 missions are that's free. Fair.
1: Yeah, so that's that's Bungie betting on themselves. They're like these these are a step up if people try them, we think we can hook them. Uh, and kudos to them cuz they're probably right. But uh, but yeah, man, like I would even like to just show you some of the environments like if you oh, want yeah. to in and show you like uh Sabathûn's Throne World or like and the first mission uh just run around the patrol zone it it looks so good and it's it's not just that it looks good for like the aesthetic that they went for it's like this particular aesthetic is so up your alley because it's very very fucking (laughs) bloodborne uh and that's super cool to me that they and i know i like the last i think a couple seasons ago there was like a kind of haunted uh area like the the dark forest or whatever it was you remember that bees in the um was that season? Was that this past season? I guess it was where there was Wait, like t- the the debris of dreams, you know, like that that forest of debris area. Oh, that yeah, right? that was this. The one with yes, it was the most end. recent. Man, that that was a long season. Um, oh yeah, that that was probably, that, that area. I think I tr- I showed to to Big B because it was like there's like the haunted church area, um, that looks kind of like cathedrally. Uh, but even that was not anywhere on the scope of this like they really leaned into the the souls born aesthetic uh and it's so fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, I Damn. would I would be totally uh happy and satisfied if I could even steal you for like half an hour and show you some shit <laughs> in a Oh yeah. sometime. But if remember, probably, yeah. If you, you know where to and make sure you bring uh bring Valentine along for the ride. We can get a <laughs> in I know he's he's uh what's the word? um temptable.
0: That's not a <laughs> <word>. <laughs> What's the wow. word? Susceptible. I, that's that's Susceptible that, to, that's uh, to a word that I I like. I I definitely love hearing associated with my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's I'll, very I'll he's tempt very tempted. Tempt tempt <laughs>
1: right away from you.
0: All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that, is that is funny. funny. Yeah. No, he, he, he probably you know would be interested. I mean. in he's, yeah, we
1: we could we could lure him into the into the fold to to get some games in.
0: We could. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta say though, I don't know. This sounds like sounds like Bungie might be doing a little ripping off. It's a little coincidental they put out a very very souls like experience right when Elden Ring comes out. This is very suspicious. Well, oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. just I'm just me Don't yeah, they take don't, me seriously.
1: Believe me, if they, uh, if they knew that when they delayed <laughs> February twenty second that Elden Ring was gonna sidle up next, oh yeah, and them down the same week, they probably would have thought twice. But that's
0: just because uh, Miyazaki was scared. Been-
1: it's it's swamp
0: time, boy. It's <laughs> swamp time? This is so fucking bungee. comes this is my swamp. <laughs> I'm not going to do fuck, it get that. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Get the hell my swamp.
0: Oh, boy. Well, maybe at this point, I would think we should maybe do some shoutouts, but I- I'll, I mean, I'll ask you right now, Zoo, is your shoutout just going to be, <laughs> is it just going to be Witch Queen? Nah. It's okay if it is. It's okay if it is. I'm not Dude, gonna blame see, you. I didn't
1: finish the campaign. I just I like what it's doing a lot, but that's not. I wouldn't say that. I well, you know what I will do. Uh, I will. <laughs> you know what I will out, do. I will re-shout out someone who I sh- shouted out earlier today in our Discord. Who? Uh, and that is Ezra Furman. Uh, oh shit! Editor. Yeah. So she is a singer-songwriter. Uh, I believe she's American. Uh. When I found her, she was not transitioning, but I believe she has now. And she uh, is. See. Uh, her, so she's interesting uh, as a songwriter because her voice is like very, like, yelpy or like strained and kind of raspy. But yeah. it works because she does this kind of like jangly pop, uh, like punk singer here's, songwriter stuff, and it's it's here's really the thing here's like, the thing
0: i want to uh, i want to pause on that for a second though because that that yeah. all of that you've described is very accurate but there was something you said because i did check out a few of the tr- tracks that you had posted mm-hmm. about this because i i was interested I was, I was kind of intrigued by the description yeah, yeah and sure to there there was one thing you described too. the well soulful to a degree but the the doo-wop kind of thing and i, I don't know if it's necessarily some of it is there. There's definitely some parts that are like, yeah, no, this, this is yeah. just this is doo but it, it's it, it is done that in that, that kind of like raw punk kind of vibe to it still while mm-hmm. it's being implemented. But it really does have that like old school kind of like 50s rock kind of feel yeah. almost. Yeah, like, like well,
1: I'm not, I don't know if rockabilly is the right term, but yeah, it's like
0: it kind of in that vein though. Yeah, though. yeah,
1: and it's not. So I said doo because I was just listening to Love You So Bad, which has that literal like. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, doubly, wah, wah. like at the end yeah of but i i and listened that, to that uh what was it like a... um
0: haunted so, head like... or whatever that one's a, got a similar kind of vibe too yeah
1: and i i call that one out because a i love doo-wop but also that was sort of the most recent one i listened to but you're absolutely right it's not just sort of soulful or doo-wop affectations it's like she has this knack for taking older more classic sounding elements from other genres of music that are like very classic and throwing them in with what she's already doing which is often like like she she's very dynamic with the vocals she does because it's like she will howl, she will bark, she will like have a raspy kind of croon uh but it's all it all fucking works to me like in in the the um, variety of genres that she touches are like awesome so the three that I posted um, just for context, uh, for anyone who can't see the what I had posted, were um, "Ordinary Life," which is one of just my favorite songs of hers, just because it's it's got a really good um, vocal melody to it. Uh, "Love You So Bad," which is the one that's kind of like more poppy, but has the duop stuff at the end. Um, but then "Evening Prayer," aka Justice, is definitely like the most sort of punky one out of those oh, yeah. three, and it's got this like stomp rhythm that just kind of belts out. Um, it it was like the first one I checked guitar. out. It's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. She does a lot of different things. Um, very cool. Very much her own person, and like stylistically, does a lot of different things. She actually, if if you've ever watched any of um Sex Education, the the Netflix show featuring uh, Asa Butterfield and and other people, he was the the guy from um the Ender's Game movie, which we won't talk about. Uh, but but basically, he has done uh or sorry she she has done the the score for all of those seasons and i believe there's three now so there was an initial album that was sort of the first two seasons uh and then there's an ep that has songs i think five of them that were just from the third season uh which i was listening to today actually which is kind of why i shared everything in the in the discord um but honestly like such good variety, uh really good, interesting songs, uh good vocal hooks, just really good stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll say I've checked out a few of the tracks. I yeah. I quite enjoyed what I listened to. I uh, what's definitely... this person's name again? Ezra uh, Furman. Yeah. yeah. Furman with a U. Yeah. F-U-R-M-A-N. Ezra E Z R A. Yeah, I... oh, okay, there he is. I'm the king of the spelling bee. <laughs> um, what about UVs? You, Do you got one or should I should I um, follow up here?
2: I mean, I'll I'll nab the uh the baited hook that you grab. You got this? Oh yeah, I'll i got this. Oh, yeah. Um uh, I'll recommend the Destiny expansion. <laughs> I'll be that guy. <laughs> no. Uh, like, I got a two, for, I get a two doing for it. it.
1: I didn't even have to do it and it still got shared out. That's like,
2: wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, but in all seriousness, if you are like a current or past destiny Two player and like maybe thinking of getting back into it, I do recommend even at least checking it out. Cause like I said, the first, at least two missions I know are free because I actually didn't buy the uh, thing right away before Mm -hmm. uh, just to see how many were free. And yeah, I think it was two, two to three uh but yeah i would recommend giving it a try because yeah like all the things Zeus said it's beautifully uh aste- it's beautiful aesthetic wise uh the story is terrific there's a lot of plot twists so far i ain't even done it yet um, oh, yeah,
1: no, i was i was gonna ask actually if you were, if you were finished the campaign yet
2: Go not ahead. fully completed i'm, I'm oh, just wait. doing the, like the last mission oh yeah i'm very yeah. close
1: yeah
2: it, it, it took a yeah i don't want to say too much yeah, but, yeah i don't I,
1: wanna know how many but yeah it I, gets I pretty
2: yeah, yeah, it gets pretty um, well. Uh Yeah, it's the first three uh missions are free, so you can have a good try before you buy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just a really fun time. It's yeah, yeah, they're laying good groundwork for their the future yeah. of the game.
1: It feels like I haven't it's to say it, oh. but it is really like there's never been a better time to get back into it than now. Like it's 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 like a, a studio firing on all cylinders with like a lot of resources behind them now. So it's it's very cool to see kind of like what they might do next.
2: Like if you're a a gamer of any kind, like you would know that a lot a lot of AAA titles and studios lately have just yeah. been nothing but flops. And this is like honestly one of like the golden like actually good uh AAA moments in recent yeah. years.
1: The most common thing I saw on the day of release was just people tweeting like Holy fuck! They did it! <laughs> like, they did it! Or like I saw so many people say, "This is far and away the best Destiny campaign ever," and it's not particularly close. Like I saw, I saw Datto tweeted that uh, Paul Tassi, who is the Forbes like head writer who does all the Destiny content, he tweeted almost the exact same tweet as Datto. Um Yeah, people are thrilled.
2: And, oh yeah, uh, it's re- been received we are, well. We are two of them. Oh yeah, just g- give her a, a try at the very least. That is that is my strong recommendation.
0: Yeah. I'll say I haven't even played a minute of it, but just based on your guys' shining endorsement, I gotta say, you gotta check it out. They yeah. they did it. They did there it. That's go. all I can say. I, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I guess I ought to have a recommendation as well. And I do. I, I have something I have something ready for this. And actually as as unorthodox as it feels to on my on our own podcast promote another podcast uh, i i have to do it because it really is the thing that in this past week especially i've been really enjoying <laughs> and yeah. that is a podcast by the name of the worst idea of all time <laughs> and are well okay i can't ask if either of you're familiar with this this show to begin with because i know i've already told <laughs> yeah. zoo about it uh yeah, just before this began yeah, yeah. well okay so <laughs> basically you have two men. <laughs> two two lunatics. <laughs> two dudes. Uh yeah. uh Tim Batten, Guy Montgomery, a pair of fellows from New Zealand. And they host this podcast. Uh the the first incarnation and most generally it's it's generally treated as a weekly podcast. So they, they've done a number of specials and other things that don't quite fall into the typical format, I guess. But the main idea is that for one year, one entire calendar year week after week once per week they will watch a movie generally a terrible movie
1: (laughs) surely it's a different movie every time
0: oh no it is the same movie (laughs) uh and then after watching it they talk about it every episode the same movie for 52 episodes because Mm. it's 52 weeks an entire year and the first just to give you some perspective of course because i'm sure you're wondering oh, okay well how bad can it be well the first season they did was uh which i am not listening to currently but uh is uh was grown ups too uh the adam sandler and uh nick nick uh nick james and uh nick james nick james no that's not his name that's uh kevin james kevin james <laughs> hey, kevin james yeah. I don't know where the fuck Nick uh, James nickname, came in. Bitch. I, you know, bees. I'll say I don't know if I get too hyped about Kevin James. Uh, that man. The yeah. more I've heard people talk about any film Kevin James has been in, the more I just kind of feel bad for the man. Oh, <laughs> but, I believe that in a weird way. Everybody's but, gotta
1: eat, man. Everybody's yeah,
0: eat. yeah, but like Everybody I don't know. He's done so a man can a man can only be like the butt of a joke so many times i feel like i don't know
1: Paul blart mall cop too, and expect things to just
0: fly okay you want to bring that up while i'm talking okay i'll have to get around to it because that that's very tangential to this podcast that i've already brought up but sure. they they've done that the season that i'm listening to now is from back in 2015 which was uh they through that year they did sex in the city 2 uh, which is an infamously bad movie <laughs> and very, very long and just ridiculous. And it, it's basically two men just like becoming deranged over the course of a
1: year. You you described this to me, and I told you the podcast name should just be called Suffering, because that's what yeah. it's
0: down. well to be fair, the, the name of the actual name of the podcast really isn't that far is. off. Yeah, uh, but of all time. no, but it's funny that you bring up <laughs> well, because th- their show, especially because of the first season, has a particular uh relationship to like really bad Adam Sandler and like Happy Madison, like Happy Madison, uh, produced films. Yeah. But uh, they they also have another podcast that's uh, fairly well known as well because it's uh, them basically doing a crossover with the host and my brother, my brother and me, the McElroy brothers, uh, yeah. Justin, Travis, and Griffin. And, and the whole premise of that show is every year they get together to watch uh the movie uh paul blart mall cop 2 uh what could loosely be called a movie i suppose i almost, uh,
1: I almost interrupted to say that too <laughs> like and a it's, movie yeah. like,
0: <laughs> and it's the same idea as Worst Idea of all time they just they watch the movie and they get together to talk about it i think from what i've gathered worst idea of all times, a little more stringent they punish themselves a little bit more they're, they're a little more strict about right. like you can't do anything but watch the movie but they, oh, they, they have a they have a little fun with uh with the other show which i, I will say that the the show where they just watch uh paul bar mall cop 2 every year is uh till death do us blart, uh and it is it's named good. as such because the the time limit for which they uh will continue this is as they purport eternity Uh, Because the entire premise, it's not just that they're going to watch it every year for as long as they are alive, uh, hence the title. It it is uh, also the idea is that they are supposed to then, once they die, they have to basically bestow their hosting duties to someone else.
1: So, So. (laughs) okay, I know know Uh. that it's supposed to be until they die, but here's the thing. If this does, if they honor this, what happens when one of them dies and they're like, you know, like hopefully, you know, in their 80s or something, because then it's like you're meeting the next year, and it's like, wow, one of us died, like, and okay. you're still forced and to you're watch still a talking, talking about movie. It. And then they, it's like, they... what happens when there's like two people or one person left? And they're just like, do they still have to keep doing this? And all their friends <laughs> okay. are dead, and
0: they're watching sure. Paul Part, Mall Cop too. There, there were two, there were two things that they've talked about where they both have had not, not this exact realization, but there, there was one point where they kind of had a realization where like. Oh man, yeah, there could be a point literally where we are in our seventies, like doing this exact shit, and like, like, like yeah. several revelations of that exact nature. Yeah. But also, there was, <laughs> there was the one point, and I, I forget who posited the 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 notion, but it was on a one of the more recent years they've done it. And someone had basically mentioned how, like, if there is going to come a year where, like, one of like them is going to have ended up dying, and they're going to do the thing where they're going to they're gonna try boring. it in the nature of the show and put on, like, the new person, the host, and they're going to, it's like, they basically described so that it's going to be, bad. no, they're literally, it's going to be, like, <laughs> four people mourning the death of a human being, and then one person, like, hey, so what did you guys think about Paul Blart Malkoff 2? <laughs> Well, well, and it's I'm still grieving. It, it, it is yeah. the most insane no, like, shit literally. to me. Uh, Go it, check it, it, it out. Hands.
1: Yeah, it gets worse every time, too.
0: Go check it out. Worst idea of all time Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2, Death Blart. Check it out. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful time. Uh, I think that's episode 58 yeah, in I the bag, boys. Um, yeah, I think go we got her. Grand.
1: A lot of ground there.
0: We nailed it. We got it. We did. On it. lock. And wow. a stone cold lock of the week. Of uh, the Of Man. the century of the week. Sorry, of you are right. I did fuck up that That's quote. True, yes. That's okay. But you know what? We I'm not going to fuck up. We you know what? I'm up not going to. Gonna... Yeah. We appreciate having you on this week, Zoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always appreciate I having have, you on. I
1: appreciated on. having myself on as well. I, I... You my presence as much as
0: you guys did. You were definitely pretty on point. Um, And I, I'll say thanks to you out there for listening this week. We appreciate you coming to hang out with us. Oh yeah, we always appreciate you guys taking time
2: out of your day to uh, listen to us chat about whatever.
0: And I I will say this will be now the third time we've called back to it, but uh, you do know where the cups are this week, like in this case, Zoo, Uh, yeah. and I normally this is the part where we usually thank you for the use of our of your music for our intro and outro. Uh under of course your your Blackbird Bell uh a moniker. Um yeah. but I yeah. suppose I'll let you do the rest of the shout-out because you are here to speak for yourself this time. So.
1: Oh Lord. Well that's I don't know if that's above board. God, is that even illegal? I
0: don't that's, know. That's well it's we've Making done it before, the so there himself. is no there sure. is precedent. Uh, Making, okay. Let's let's back up a moment. We need to take a second and examine why. I don't know if I necessarily like the notion of you telling Zoo to plug himself. <laughs> I feel like that could be taken a few ways and none of them necessarily uh the you wrong know, this li- listen, bees this is a this is a Christian podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wait it is now. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, here
1: i'll do a a personal shout out be sure to check out my album uh it's called e-motion and features the hit singles run away with me uh, okay hold on a minute i knew for
0: i knew for a goddamn second something was fucked up i'm like wait hold on i don't remember there being any mention of a new album being released i don't recognize that album name as being an album that you've released that's because i then
1: released it and boy problems is the lead single uh, and
0: then, like the neurons were like racing through my brain. You were a little bit faster than them, but then I realized, and then I made the connection. And you, uh, my friend, no matter how much you may try and can, try to convince me otherwise, are not Carly Ray Jepsen.
1: I could, in a different life, though. Let's be real. I I could definitely. I'm, I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian, right? That counts. Yeah, I think I'm so. That's, I'm a small that, that, of, that is definitely going
0: on. That is definitely to be fair, you have definitely nailed on her most defining trait. Whenever I think of Canada, I think of Carly Ray Chipson. True. And whenever and I think I have... of Carly Ray, all I can think about is maple syrup and beavers and moose. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I have at least one music video featuring Tom Hanks too. So like, <laughs> you know, she's got maybe one or more up on me, but we're we're doing pretty good oh, here. Man.
0: In the worst. I don't know. She. I don't know. She's got stiff competition from old Tim Bieber over here. <laughs>
1: Tim Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. But anyways, yeah. I. I. I make music as Blackbird Bell and Eterna and I would very much welcome if anybody wants to check those out. If not, that's cool too. Check out Ezra, as mentioned earlier in the recommendation station. Uh. And yeah. It's been a good one.
0: You're on Twitter, right?
1: uh unfortunately yes <laughs>
0: yeah. we are also on twitter as well at balcony underscore banter yeah check us out on there we post some content every now and then
2: uh, I do believe our co-host or my co-host uh Bigby is also on twitter
0: uh, I am at Bigby the wizard what's up
1: B <laughs> <laughs> said our co-host does that mean I'm now the, the one of the two main hosts I,
0: I said group?
2: our at first but then I said my corrected to my co-host
1: you, oh, wait a you know what? Cool <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I don't know. You, you have a, a particular special mention. I mean, you and you and Dingo, in, in a certain sense, as well as Fly, have have certain particular. I don't know you. You guys have been on a lot, and, and you've all you all contribute to the show in in some right. way, shape, or form. It's in a yeah. And and we it's and do. it's 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 all appreciated You're like I said. You you are you all know where the cops are. <laughs> yeah this nah. turn of this turn of phrase I'm everywhere is not, this turn of phrase is now just gonna get abused it's gonna be used way too much and then it's gonna be driven into the dirt but hey that's that's how you know you got a good one uh that's it that's episode 58 i've been bigby and i've been bees and what's what's the final word zoo God, fuck. Come on, man. I, <laughs> I, I would like it's not even like the thing that bugs me most is it's not even original. <laughs> you know? I like, hey, am sorry. On. You can't set me up with that and not expect me to
1: word associate. It, and that's, that's uh, what happened, man.
0: I get, you know what? I'll give yeah. you. Yeah. That I, I should have but seen where your, your internal algorithm was going to bring yeah. you there.
1: That is unfortunately how episode 58 is going to have to. I apologize for that, but...
0: It's okay. I apologize for nothing. See you next week, nerds.